Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Welcome back to Make Room for Sports, the only sports podcast that gives you real sports talk, as the New York Times puts it, grabs you by your hair and screams in your ear, I exist. Um, <laughs> that was their review of our podcast. I thought that was interesting. Um, with, uh, with me, I have Dave Dominique. Hey, everybody. I haven't made any room this week, but I'm going to do my best. And Mikhail Britt. Hey, I went to three uh, children's birthday parties this weekend, so I'm a bit hungover. <laughs> and, uh, Why are you going to so many bir- children's birthday parties? Is it like a... Well, go ahead. Are you like a... Uh, goodie, goodie bags. Goodie bags, you know? Nice. Have you, have you started like a side career as like a clown magician type kind of thing? I, yeah, I'm the El Pollo Loco um, party clown chicken. Monster. <laughs> um, and and uh, as always, I'm your host, Simon Barrett. Uh, Mike Lochran is out this week, uh, ironically, because as far as I can tell, he's watching a football game and doesn't want to stop yeah. to record with us. Well, but you know what the thing is? That game just ended. Well, I don't know what's he... I, he just says he's tired. Like, he keeps talking about being being exhausted, From whatever oof. that means. From watching too much football? like Watching too much Eagles games, yeah. yeah it's like, look, or from going to Atlantic City? Oh, yeah, he did go to Atlantic City uh, for football. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's ironic because Mike basically watched all the sports this week and watched so much sports that he can't do our podcast, and none of us watched any sports. So, so yeah, so it's going to be a, a red-letter episode, listeners. Uh, if, you're, if you're fans of the podcast, this is going to be one of our good ones, I can already tell, because uh, none of us have anything to talk about, and we don't understand sports. But we have a couple of things, and uh, and quickly we can dive into our plays of the week. Top plays of the week. Um, I didn't watch any sports this week, so I don't have a play this week. But I did miss uh, a play of the year last week, um, hmm. which fully docks. Like, I sent it to you guys already. It fully falls into the all the categories of my sports interest, which is a squirrel ran a touchdown. During the Louisville Kent State football football uh, game, a squirrel ran out onto the field, and then became so kind of confused that it just ran all the way to the end zone where it collapsed, panting. Um, so and, and people were like cheering it to like go all the way because like you know as soon as people in the stand saw that there was a squirrel running down the field, they got excited. And uh, yeah, it's the video of this is incredible. It's an incredible, uh, it's an incredible play. The squirrel. Did the, it ran forty five yards? Squirrel, like, when yards. it fell over, oh. when it fell over, panting. Do you think that was its celebration dance? Yes, that was it spiking. Like right, yeah. okay. it, it, like it, it was, it was acting. It was like oh, sorry. Game break update. Oh, oh Dave's um, watching sports. Yeah, I'm making a little bit of room while we make room. Um, so the the Denver Broncos were beating the Oakland Raiders um, 16 to seven. That's and then awesome. the Raiders uh, kicked a field goal um, about five minutes ago and made it 16-10 and quickly got the ball back. And they were driving down the field, um, and they tried to throw a deep pass just now, like way down like to the eight-yard line. And it got intercepted by Denver, so I think this game is over. I think Denver is now uh, Wait, wait. What's the score? The Raiders so it's are six, up? 16-10. No, it's 16-10 Denver. Yeah, and so the Raiders uh, were driving, trying to score on Denver, 
and uh, they took a shot down the field, and it got intercepted. Oh, damn. Raiders fans are pissed right now. Yeah. Yeah. I admit, sure. I admit that I find the mathematics of football really soothing. Like, the, like, like everything you just described to me was very suspenseful to me because I was, like, doing the math in my head, and I was like, wait, if they get six points and then they get one point, that will be one point more than the other team. And I was feeling like really soothed. It's like playing like pit cross or something. It was like very soothing. Uh, anyway, the point is, um, that's a good, that's a good hot take on, on, on how to enjoy football. I like that. That's true. Yeah. The math, and is, Simon, the math is interesting. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, I remember on this show when we had to first just explain to you like what the first down, like how there were four downs and they had to get 10 yards and like, and now you're like talking like a pro. I am. And, 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 uh, yeah. And I was going to make some joke about the squirrel spiking a tiny acorn, but I I feel like we've moved on. Um, guys, (laughs) that's it. That was it. That was the joke. Was Uh, the squirrel wearing a helmet? No, no, it's just a squirrel. (laughs) Um, that's dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the squirrel does now suffer from CTE. I I regret to inform you. Um, it's actually very squirrel getting, getting signed or anything or is anyone is no any no no one will sign the squirrel because it, it collapsing in the end zone after its touchdown was seen as a flag protest um uh, yeah, true. yeah so no one no one will touch the squirrel unfortunately um but uh but yeah that's you know it's america we'll, we'll catch we'll catch up on the protests uh later in the episode though i'm sure nothing's changed as far as i can tell um does anyone else have any plays this week yes okay oh good um Jason Peters, he's a player. You guys familiar with him? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Wait, are you talking to us? We're talking to both of you guys. No, I, I meant that like, it was like rhetorical. Like, like <laughs> of course we have no idea who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, is this like a friend of yours? He's he's a, what did you say, Simon? Is he like a friend of yours? <laughs> like, do you know him? Oh, no. Oh, no, I wish I knew him. <laughs> He plays for his team, the Philadelphia Eagles. So if Mike were here, Mike would probably know him. Oh, he'd definitely know him. Yeah. Mike probably lives next door to him. Mike's- yeah. um, He's probably got like a pair of his shoes in his closet. <laughs> yeah, that was weird when Mike told us about the shoes. Anyway. Yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, go on, Mikhail. Yeah. Anyway, so Jason Peters, um, he made a fan's day. Who The fan was a former Marine, and he signed this guy's prosthetic leg. Um, and is this your fucking play? <laughs> this is some pandering pro-military garbage, Mikhail. I'm waiting for the play. I don't want to hear the propaganda. I want to hear a play. What's your play? This marine play? risked his life for America. Okay. Lost a leg. Okay. Lost a leg. Okay. And then uh, Jason Peters, who is a professional football player, signed this man's fake leg. Okay. Look. I mean, okay, like, like Wait, obviously. <sighs> okay, the Marine's name was Jeff Skaversky. I mean, and actually, he lost both legs. He lost both legs. Jason Peters only signed one leg. I mean, look, I'm not in favor of us sending people overseas to get their legs blown off in general, but like, so that's obviously great. That's heroic. But isn't that like what athletes do? Is they sign people's like prostheses and stuff isn't this like isn't that a fairly standard play yeah i mean if it, maybe because this i'm learning is this about the sports, only so... sports news you consumed this week yeah okay I mean... all right so that okay all right I, I, 
Okay. I think I think we're... <laughs> <laughs> it's the so wait, is this so this is like really this is a, this is a thing, this is a known thing, like athletes sign yes. prosthetic prosthetic I, I, I feel like it's huh. a known thing. I feel like athletes go to like hospitals uh you know, to see their fans pretty often and and are like pretty supportive of uh, you know, injured veterans and so on. I feel like that's um a kind of standard athlete military uh you know, relationship. And I'm not saying that it isn't good, and that everyone in- involved in that is. <laughs> Did you, are you doing a live drop, Dave? <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. I'm it worked out pretty good. I thought. I thought it worked out. Um, and um, no, I mean, I'm not saying that like both people in that situation aren't like being awesome, uh, but it, I think that like happens all the time, Mikael. And if if you're gonna call a, pl- a, a good play, every well, you're I saying get... you're saying the third person in this situation is not being awesome. <laughs> well, I just think like, me. Me. I think Mikael saw like a nice gesture, and and no, no, you know, I'm I'm dialing it back. Mikael saw a nice altruistic gesture, and he made it his play yeah. of the week. And even though I'm like, like, come on, guys, okay. that was a really hot take, Simon. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I was just very disappointed with Mikael's play. You've gone through like a lot of like emotions through this as I describe this play. You've gone from oh, kind yeah. of angry kind of to me of forgiving. Your... Well, it reminds me of um, of the acceptance. fan fictions. I'm I'm still kind yeah. of working on acceptance, to be honest. But uh, also does it reminds it remind me, you of Dave. It reminds me of of um, this fan fiction that I listened to on tape, where um, it's about the adventures of Rajan Rondo and Demarcus Cousins. Something about Rondo uh-huh. and Boogie, I think. And um, and Rondo's on the phone with his therapist, huh. and they're. Uh, Rondo's talking about why he can't understand why Boogie won't finish his R&B album, and he's just doing all this complaining about 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 Boogie. And the therapist suddenly says, um, "Wait, what does the therapist say?" I, I, the therapist is like, uh, "Maybe this isn't really about Boogie, or what is? What how does it go?" Um, it's, like, I don't remember the exact line, but yeah, maybe this is about. Is this more about you, Rondo, right. than about Boogie? And Rondo's like, "That's why you're such a great therapist." <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and then the therapist is, is like, okay, your time's up this week, Rondo. <laughs> That's a really good fan fiction, wherever that is on yeah, tape. That's I, wherever I, that tape is. If only our listeners were somehow able to access it. Um, <laughs> I, I, okay, so you're right. Like, this isn't about Jason Smith or whatever his name is. This is about, you know, this is about it's me. about you, Simon. I was working through some anger uh, related to the military industrial <laughs> complex. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you guys on that. Do you want to go sign a Warriors leg, Simon? <laughs> Warriors. Warriors. I want to sign um, Clay Thompson's leg. <laughs> you, know, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's do. Let's, to, do you want to sign my leg? I yeah, Mikhail, Can I sign your leg? I feel like that would be like a really healing act for me right now. If I could come over to your place and just like sign one of your legs. Let's. Let's set it up. Whichever one let's like set. you feel is weakest, I'll sign that. We'll just, like, weakest, say, we'll just say weak. that it's broken. <laughs> yeah, or you could break it first. Actually, would you be willing to wear a cast for me for several weeks? Yeah, if you break my leg. <laughs> well, that's not that really I'll... a positive play. I mean, anyway, well, we'll we'll work it out after the show. This is this is okay. this is too personal. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, guys. So what? Uh. So we have a couple things on our outline, which I just mm-hmm. lost. I can't see where our outline right now. Does Dave have a play of the week? No. Hmm. That's, do you, that's, do we, maybe maybe you have a second one that that I can use as mine? I've done that for you a few times. Um, yeah, yeah. There's an, I got I got one for you. You didn't okay. even have one for yourself. 
<laughs> neither did I. None of us have plays this week. But your plays no, this go. Is, this is the, Let's this hear him out. Let's see what goes on. Legit. All right, all right. We all love to hate Lonzo Ball, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. So one uh, of his... I don't know. It's more about his father, but okay, go ahead. No, yeah, no, maybe I, we like... I don't I, know. I, I don't think he's a good player, I've decided. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I mean, he may end up... I don't know. That's the Okay, the jury's out on that. We're all conflicted about Lonzo Ball, right? Um, one of his pre-game rituals, yeah. apparently, is that, that he listens to himself. He has a he has, I guess he has a rap track. He has this. a rap song I that he made this, that he pumps himself and he up listens to games. yeah 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 by listening to his own self rapping on some wow Blondo Ball song, which I guess has not been released to the public. I don't know. I definitely would like to hear his song, but um, there's something. It's weird. I mean, there's uh, there's something kind of weird about listening to your own. Is that weird? Wait, let's wait. Let's um. Yeah, do we have a drop weird. for like let's. No, that's super let's judge. weird. That's incredibly that's weird. Now, incredibly the, narcissistic and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of two things is probably happening. Uh, the first is that he's very likely listening to the Make Room for Sports anthem. Don't drop the ball. And then uh, people uh, are asking, oh. when he people, thinks that it's his. <laughs> yeah, when people well, no, he doesn't think that it's his. People are like, "What are you listening to?" And he's like, "Oh, don't. Um, it's it's a song." And they're like, "Who wrote it?" He's like, "I did," because he can't think of the name of any other musicians at that time. He's like trying to think of Phil Collins, but he can't quite like the name's not quite clicking. So he's just like me. Um, and and then and then they're like, "Can I listen to it?" And he's like, "No." Um, and so that could you be see, Lonzo Ball has has stolen. Don't drop the ball. No, no. I just think he. I just think he needs to listen to it before he gets out, uh, before every game, because yeah. otherwise he'll drop the ball. Right. Um, which, which I haven't been watching these Lakers <laughs> games, so I don't actually know how he's doing. But I think he's probably doing pretty badly. I feel like his rap song is just like about. He's like, my name is Lonzo Ball. My father's a lot. Uh, what's his father's name? <laughs> Well, well, that was one of wow. your better freestyles. That was a dope freestyle, man. That was really good. Man, That's dope, right? That's dope. Your science that is, is too tight. No, he's like, um, my name is you know, we, should, we should publish I'm that on the kid. internet to be on there forever. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I don't think we're going to get better than that. Like, um, I play basketball. I've been doing it all my life. My brothers also play. Um, my God, know. what is going on? <laughs> that's the last time. even like a slant like, rhyme. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all of the rest of your responses on this podcast, like in in, in verse, like in, 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 in freestyle, yeah, freestyle, freestyle as Lonzo Ball. I think freestyling, like I, I am not sure. I'm, I'm in my research corner watching Eight Mile right now to find out, but I think it involves rhyming. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not okay. Any, not, no. Oh, okay. We changed that. Like modern like, rap doesn't doesn't care. About oh, this that. is like spoken word. It's it's not even you don't even have to give it a label. It doesn't even have a label okay. or a title. Man, just I'm, really, isn't it? Just, I'm really out of the loop on this stuff. I guess yeah, I it's hip hop. I am hip hop. Well, I need to listen huh. to the college radio station for another like 45 <laughs> minutes and get caught up. I am hip hop. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, whatever happened to the Thomas Keller audio guys? Yeah. Let's Should question. we refresh people? Like who? What? They don't know who Thomas Keller is. Well, likely they do, because likely they are him. Um, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, there's like a 50% chance that they are Thomas Keller. Yeah, in which case they like he's are like, really up on it. Well, he's one of our... He's like the he's like the fourth Beatle. He's like the fourth Beatle. He's one of our three most vocal Beatles. fans. Well, wait. Yeah, there were four Beatles. 
Yeah, and there's four of us. <laughs> Wait, do you mean like right after John Lennon was killed? He was like the fourth Beatle then? Yeah, then they, they yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, all right, I'll buy that. Cause my, yeah, because Mike's not here today. Because there's normally four of us, too. Right, right. Okay. Oh, oh all right, this is, okay, this is, yeah, yeah, man, really killing it with both the uh, hip-hop and analogies today. Thank you, thank um, you, thanks. Yeah, this, this episode's a winner. <laughs> Um, yeah, put this put a star next to this one on your playlist, listeners, because you're gonna want to hear it again. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Thomas, Thomas Keller. Keller. It's on the outline. Whatever happened to Thomas Keller audio? We haven't played it yet. We haven't played it yet because it would require require editing one of these episodes. And I'll do it. I'll do it. Our editing unit is on strike. I don't think you should cross that line. Yeah, I don't think, I don't you think should it should be either. a scab. I don't think you should edit. I think we should go through another no edit one. Is like for my own. Like you guys are like looking out for me. I think next episode. Next episode we'll edit something. Yeah, you, we're looking okay. out for you. You've been to like five children's birthday parties just today alone. Yeah. You're really putting in the hours. Yeah, um, I don't want. Okay. Yeah, don't edit this. I'm so so just personally. <laughs> oh, I haven't uh, played the week. Oh, I'm very just. I'm really interested to hear the Thomas Keller audio, and I I don't want him to know, Thomas, if you're listening. Um, I really want to hear your audio. Well, it's it's in the <laughs> email. Yeah, you can just check the email. Yeah, I so. don't have access to the Make Room for Sports email address. Well, I don't think Thomas Keller does either. No. Well, uh, that's not okay. Um, did you ever play? I haven't played the week. Okay, let's let's yeah. go. We're we're backtracking, folks. We're backtracking. My play, <laughs> my we play made too of the much week progress. goes to. Yeah, my play of the week goes to us. Make Room for Sports in September. Oh. We uh we broke our our uh, our total download record um, wow. by almost two hundred. Almost yeah. two hundred. That's Mm-hmm. Astonishing that really that's a, wow. really a surprising amount of people that would listen to this show. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we, we broke it by almost 200. We we have I don't want to give the exact uh, numbers on proprietary no. information, but we have many more many times over that number of listeners. Yeah, and I want to be clear that Dave is talking about 200,000 here right now. <laughs> we just right, we right. you know it's like it's like when you say like oh you know like this film grossed like forty three at the box office this weekend you mean forty three right. million not forty three dollars so so that's what, <laughs> right. that's the way we talk um, yeah so so yeah we're doing pretty much uh, very close to having the entire population of the planet Earth listening to us on a weekly basis um, that's awesome yeah if this continues we're about two weeks out from that. Really um, humbling, you know. Feels really, very, really, yeah. Really, I kind yeah. of, I just want to thank God, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, for all, all, his, all his support. Uh, I want to thank our our veterans. Yep, America. Yeah, mm-hmm. troops, mm-hmm. troops. Uh, so, um, yeah, we love the troops, and uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to our next segment, <laughs> uh, which is uh, do you want to do so teachable moment for the kids? What can sports teach kids? Is the title of this segment that Mikael wrote. Oh. I just thought, hey, we're on this show. We're always doing subversive, weird, whatever. Like, let's get, let's do something nice. Let's start off with a nice little thing. Um, well, certainly, about what can sports teach kids? Certainly, sports can teach kids to be competitive and also to body shame each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely teaches body shaming. <laughs> so it just definitely teaches body shaming. It teaches, yeah, it teaches exclusion. Teach- yeah, they teach them they have to have like the most expensive gear. Yep. Violence. Yep. Teaches them mm-hmm. violence. Teaches them class inequity, like Mikhail was saying. Teaches them also just exclusion, because uh, you know you get picked for teams, and you know usually you're going to get right. picked last if you 
happened to be a talented uh, and and in his own way quietly athletic sports podcaster. Right. Um, yeah, you're really like, working through a lot this episode, man. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> things come up. Things come up sometimes. I think I think like my headphones are kind of so uh, crappy that I kind of get like an EMDR kind of thing, where like you know when you guys talk to me one in each ear, it kind of kind of brings up some stuff. EMDR. Uh, Mikhail, you're literally like a therapist. Yeah, that's not what EDMR is. EMDR is like an alternating left-right paddles, and le- and like there's like a light bar that goes from the left to right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, but it doesn't really involve headphones. It could involve headphones. But I like. I mean, I see where you're going with that. Okay. Okay. So Fair EMDR, Mikhail, can you explain to listeners what EMDR is? Because they might not know. It's different from ASMR. It's it's it, it's a it's a way of healing uh, people that have experienced trauma by. Um, re, like kind of adjusting the pathways in their brains, because um, you store trauma in certain patterns, and it makes you relive those patterns as a way to um, wow. get. And it's been well researched, and wow, you have to be um, you have to be trained. Like I'm not, I can't do it. I'm not trained in it. I'd like to be one day, but I mean, all you have to do to be trained is just buy one of those light bars. I think you just get like a light bulb. You just get a light bulb and like move it back and forth. You just go to like Spencer's Gifts and get like one of those like, <laughs> like weird kind of floating lava lamp things that rotates back and forth. It's, yeah, and that's different from ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response, which is the tingling feeling that you get when you listen to our podcast uh, in your car. <laughs> so, where where does that tingling? Where do you feel that tingling? It's like in your scalp. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever watched these ASMR videos? Like the whisper, like the whisper videos. Yeah, I mean, our podcast, I think, is. I mean, I think ninety-nine percent of our audience derives that sort of like weird tactile pleasure from our podcast, huh. and and the fact that we can go a really long time without saying anything informative. Um, I've advocated for doing our entire podcast in a whisper, and no one's ever taken me up on that. Well, you have. didn't we? Why don't you try now doing more no, whispering? No, not, not not now, okay. not now. We got to get through this tonight. We got to get through. We this can vote on. All right. Oh, God. Well, you Mikhail just overruled me. <laughs> this I don't not... know. You never know what's going to happen in a democratic process. Uh, democracy I'm not going to do it. No, this I'm not is... going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, see? There you go. You got. <laughs> I got outvoted. This is why This is why we made America a plutocracy, is that stuff like this <laughs> can't happen. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, I have, I have a research special. Okay, it's time to get All serious because right. we're, we're 22 minutes in this episode. This is going to be a nice. short one. We've already discussed yeah, that. Well. Um, but okay, so last week we were talking about the sports protests and we all made fun of Trump because uh, no one will visit him in the White House except the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, and, then we, <laughs> and then we briefly talked about how hockey is the whitest sport, uh, which it is, statistically, um, by I think a pretty significant margin. But uh, What about horse racing? I don't think we know what ethnicity horses NASCAR? are. Oh, NASCAR might be pretty. NASCAR good. is probably pretty white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 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 what's that sport? Um, like um, um, when you're like surf, you have a surfboard with a with a sail attached to it, wind surfing or something. Okay, there's a mm. lot of really white sports, but, surfing. but those are like fringe <laughs> sports. They're they're right, they're right. They're, okay. they're fringy. Um, Nas- NASCAR Fair horse race like horse racing. Actually, I don't know. Horse racing might be. I less don't know. People white say is NASCAR. NASCAR might be like I think I don't know if NASCAR it's fringe for us, but I think NASCAR is like pretty ridiculous numbers. We need I don't, to, I don't know anything about this. We need yeah. to do a NASCAR. Research. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, 
I'm not no, gonna do it now, but next week is our NASCAR episode. Colin. I don't think NASCAR is a sport. I'm gonna that's that'll be my take. But well, if NASCAR is a sport, then how isn't me driving to Gelson's to get like like you know detergent a sport? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It Could is be racing sport. some on the way. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, if you want to race there, we could I, do that. Well, I don't. I mean, do it right I now. I drive as quickly as I can, uh, safely and under the speed limit. You race <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait. God damn it. I want to do my research segment. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so long time, big fan of the podcast, uh, filmmaker, Canadian filmmaker, Jason Eisner, who I'm doing a podcast with. Uh, pro- not a podcast. I'm making a film with him. Um, <laughs> God damn it. My life is... Anyway. Uh, Are you doing another podcast with another dude? No, no, this is my only podcast. You guys know it is because I can barely. Do I this hope one. so. Um, I hope so. He pointed out uh, that so this is very so so. I have learned the history of hockey and that professional hockey was codified and really established by black people in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And so huh, this is really? an interesting tale. So there's a book called Black Ice. Um, which I haven't read all of, but I'm reading. Um, and the so what happened was that in the 1800s, um, runaway slaves uh, often settled. They they would go through Long Island Underground Railroad, and a lot of them went to Nova Scotia and Halifax. I think because oh. it was just a really, you know, it was just kind of a friendlier environment. And mm-hmm. Hockey was like kind of the only sport anyone played there. So uh, the the CHL, the Colored Hockey League, which was active from 1895 to 1925, thus predating the NHL by 15 years, was started as a church league. Uh, it was started entirely by runaway slaves at the time, and it was like it was it not only uh, established some interesting hockey rules, like it pioneered the slap shot. That was pioneered hmm. in the CHL, um, but also the rule that goalies didn't have to have both skates on the ground. That's uh, that's a CHL innovation. So um, I didn't know what's that. What's that rule? What's that? I don't know what that rule is. Well, that's because it doesn't exist anymore. But at, in in the uh, in the 1800s, goalies were supposed to remain upright. They couldn't throw hmm. themselves down. I like uh, that rule. They had to keep both, uh, both 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 uh, blades of their skates on the ground. And uh, they got rid of that. So, and you know, because they kind of just came up with their own rules. But a lot of their rules have been adopted by mainstream uh-huh. hockey. Although uh, there's no reference to them in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, uh-huh. and, oh wow! And statistically, uh, white teams in the area would only play them once, because they would almost always get beat, <laughs> and then they would never play them again. There's a couple of newspaper uh-huh. articles about it. Um, but the most interesting thing to me is that goalie thing, because the innovation was created by a goalie named Henry Braces Franklin, who was three foot six tall. What? That and that was why he started throwing himself down, is because he was three foot six. Um and that's how that became part of hockey. So this is like an interesting so basically Jason Jason was basically telling me that like hockey really as we know it began as a kind of black sport or an African Canadian sport. Um why did the little guy throw himself down? Because I well, the joke was that he was already kind of really close to the ice, <laughs> like, right. so he didn't have far to go. But I think it was just his style. His style of playing was he'd like drop a knee 
to block stuff because he's a smaller guy uh, uh, rather than gotcha. kind of rather than like spread his body out, which I think was the style at yeah. the time. I mean, I think originally hockey goalies were a lot more like soccer goalies. Um, I see. But even soccer goalies, you know, can f- throw themselves down. But it was still the yeah. more like you stand upright and you and you and if uh-huh. like, you know if the puck's coming to you, you block it with your stick or whatever your glove. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, he did a he did a different he had a different approach uh, that was very successful. So it's since, since was adopted yeah. by everyone else. But anyway, I mean, it's 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 interesting because this is a. It's, I mean, I'm not making any of this up. It's it, it's the, um, it's just kind of a weird forgotten chapter of hockey. Um, and how did the league dissolve? Well, how did it end? Um, World War One was a big uh, a big thing because I think um, I think. For, for whatever reason, either it was that, like, you know, jobs became scarce or, you know, people went off to fight in the military, but it, it just kind of evaporated uh, during, like, r- right after World War I. Um, I actually haven't yeah. gotten to that part of the book yet, so I don't really know, but, but it was, you know, it had a good 30-year run. And again, it, it predates the NHL, and there's no discussion of any of these players at all in, like, kind of mainstream hockey history. Um, it's, it's kind of been like erased or, you know, and just kind of forgotten. But, uh, but yeah, the, the CHL, the colored hockey league, um, is actually where like pretty much a lot of the rules of what we now know as professional hockey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's a lot of interesting kind of players. Yeah. Just very kind of, so that was a, so that was a, that was a kind of an somewhat of an error and omission, but also a, a kind of little research segment. I've said I told you guys America's, that I, America's error and omission, or like history's error and omission. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we that's what we do now is America's errors and omissions, um, <laughs> which include not listening to our podcast every week currently. Um, so no, I mean, look, I mean, I found that really. I told you guys on the text thread that I could talk about this knowledgeably for like exactly one minute. I think I might have done good. like two or three. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought I, don't know, I thought that was really intriguing and 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 just kind of a weird and also just like a weird, like, like one one thing that I kind of didn't clarify, but that's explained a little better in the book is that like, for these escaped slaves living in this like kind of stark uh, northern part of Canada, hockey was kind of the only way to social equality uh, that was mm-hmm. available to them on any levels because hockey was huge and. So they all just kind of learned how to play hockey. <laughs> like, and right. I find that like, so just like, like such an interesting kind of um, cultural thing. And, and that's, a, and that's where we got a lot of it. And they talk about even um, like initially when they referenced the slap shot, they talked about it as like a baseball style hockey move. Um, Cause they didn't know, uh-huh. they didn't have a word for it yet. Anyway, I don't know. A very intriguing, huh. very intriguing. Uh, and listeners, you're welcome. Yes. They yeah. actually, Sometimes I think, guys, like, we're doing this podcast, and, and what are we doing? Like, we're not even... What are, what, what are people listening for? Like, they're not gaining anything. It's getting you deep. Just, yeah. You just gave people... I mean, if, if if every single podcast we did before this was not worth nothing, like, it just became worth something with that uh, information, I feel like. So. Now, it's, now it's worth nothing again. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know why we yeah. do this, and I don't know why people listen to this, but... But yeah, Jason sent me some like ESPN special, and and it was um it was pretty cool. It was uh, yeah. So I learned I learned a little bit about sports this week, uh, even though I didn't uh, specifically watch wow. any. Um, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into that and do. I'm gonna look into this on my own. So we have um, Mikel's celebration dance corner. Let's just let's just plow through mm. this oh. outline. We can finish this. We can get to these. Segments. I just wanted to. I like a weekly. I think it could be like a weekly thing that I do. Um, and. Um, 
<laughs> Dave's, because Dave's I'm, scoffing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he's scoffing. I don't know why he'd be scoffing at something as serious as as NFL football and celebration dances. Um, so, so oh, as we, no, I. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought it was going to be about you doing celebration dances. <laughs> like, like having developed, like, uh, and describe what I'm doing. Yeah, well, or just, yeah, uh-huh. just like you do a segment that's just performative dance, but since it's a podcast, <laughs> like it's just three minutes of silence. Or like, or like I'm putting like my CNC left Music foot. Factory is playing, and he's just yeah. <laughs> we have to imagine. <laughs> we just have to listen. Um, so, but you're going to review a player's dance every week. Is this is this this segment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because now that celebration dances are kind of coming back into style and, and people are allowed to do them. So, you know, last week we mentioned the player who um, got down on all fours like a dog and lifted his leg. <laughs> and got fined. Uh, and said, but maybe, maybe he was doing a dog peeing. We kind of debated if there were other things. but um, And he got fined because that was in poor taste, That's if that's indeed what he was doing. Um, this week we have Juju Smith a young guy, 20 year old rookie who did, who uh, scored his first touchdown and he did like a, uh, a Dukin from street fighter. Oh, um, okay, cool. And some people are actually thinking he might've, uh, there's another dragon ball Z. There's like a similar yeah. move and they're kind of debating like which one he was doing, but he did the whole routine. And then he like, you know, pushes his hands forward and the foot, you know, with the foot and the football goes out and, um, it was nice. It was a very nice celebration dance, and and I'm so happy that football has these because it just adds um, it adds so much to the sport. Do you have a star rating that you would give it, or like a numerical grade? Oh, okay. Um, I'll give it. <laughs> I'll give it. Um, I'll give it. Let's see. What would be a good thing to give it? Like five. Um, I'll give it five <laughs> thirty-two ounce Gatorades. Out of out of how many possible? Seven. <laughs> five out of seven. What? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good rating. That's pretty good. Five, that's good. Five yeah, that's out good of seven. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's actually a record. That, <laughs> that's the highest scoring ever. Five Gatorades. That's right. Uh, out of seven. That's right. Um, five, 30, 32 ounce. Thirty-two ounce Gatorades. Not is there a ounce. limit to the NFL dance thing? Can can a player go out there and just like do the entirety of Swan Lake? Like, do we do we know this? Like, is there a time? Do the, you know, um. Or do they just have to yeah. go with their gut? There's got to be a time. I mean, the Fun Bunch, the uh, I forget what team the Fun Bunch was. They were the first. They were the team that kind of started getting in trouble for their dances. There was five guys on the um, the, the Fun Bunch. On the right. Yeah, Dave. The fun you, Bunch. Dave, is is this yeah. is this true? The Fun Bunch. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. The NFL. It was. And, uh, they're like five. They would do this dance routine where they would all like get in a circle and they would all like fall over backwards uh, simultaneously. I'm in my research um, corner. Yeah, apparently okay. there, yep. there was. Yeah, there was something called the Fun Bunch. The Fun There's Bunch. Actually a Wikipedia page. I'm at Wikipedia yep. as well. The Fun Bunch were the wide receivers and tight ends of the Washington Redskins of the National Football League during right. the early 1980s. It was used as a nickname for the core of talented offensive players. Oh, is also. In Ohio State, but that's not it. It's known for their choreographed group celebrations in the end zone, usually a group high five following a touchdown. The fun bunch's actions eventually result in a league wide ban of excessive celebration in 1984. <laughs> Guys, we are the fun bunch of podcasting. <laughs> you know what's. We try to be happy, and instead, um, we result in an entire art form being uh, dismissed from popular culture. Yeah. You know what's, oh, you know what's yeah. really crazy? What's up? Is that 
all of these teams employ like cheerleaders to celebrate after anything good happens. But then they say that the, the uh, yeah. players <laughs> they're saying for all those years that the players couldn't celebrate. Well, maybe the right. fun bunch the want, idea was... wanted to be cheerleaders, and they were just kind of because of their because of their they gir- their girth and yeah. Well, they might not. Yeah, they, they couldn't make the squad. That's yeah, the, well, they were yeah, just large that's... gentlemen. Probably. I mean, if they were wide receiver, well, yeah, they're just too. They were like, you're too big to cheerlead, yeah. and they and they kind of had like a tearful moment, and then they were like, fine, you know, I'll play football, but I'm gonna really be doing it for the end zone celebrations. Right. Makes sense. Sounds like fan fiction. Well, that was the thing. But is, they. You know, uh... All these, all these ideas that we're coming with are really good movie ideas, um, except the CHL, which Mikhail proposed as like an Oscar-type movie, but I just don't think America's ready to see a film about Canadians. No? Yeah, yeah that's yet. true. Those wounds haven't healed yet. I mean, you would be, the American actors would play the Canadians. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd have to cast to Americans clear. as Canadians and just have them yeah. like, do the kind of little nasal thing and say A. Well, we just dub in the A's right. in uh, yeah. the editing room. Uh, so get anyway, Justin Bieber to do a small role in that movie. So the Fun Bunch, I'm not finding any specific information on what the Fun Bunch did wrong other than just, I guess, well, they I can felt tell you. like they were more fun than America. Oh, okay. The problem was with Celebration Dance is they could not be, like, mocking the other team. They can't be, uh. they can only be in celebration of yourself and your team and your touchdown. They can't be, like, uh, you know, towards the other team. And there was one particular game where the Fun Bunch did their dance and the other team interpreted it as... Um, like negative, like they're making fun of them and got really angry and it caused, I don't know, it caused a fight or a friction, some kind of friction or something. Which then, And that's why there's this history of dancing where the players then, in order to get around the rule of not celebrating, they would like, they would score and then they'd go over to like the outside of the edge of the, um, the, the, the lines of the field and they would do their dance directed at the audience just to make it really clear that like they were not dancing to rub it in the other team's face. Um, oh, okay. But that was like, that was the problem. And the fun bunch, eventually another team got mad at them for like celebrating. Well, they simulated like a mass orgy for 35 minutes um, <laughs> while, while, while pointing at the other team and being like, this is not about you. <laughs> um, so that ultimately was what did it. That also led to the NC 17 rating. Um, right. Trivia. Thanks um, for filling that in for me. Yeah, I couldn't find out that piece of research, yeah. but you just filled in that yeah. piece okay. for me. My research corner uh, goes deep. Um, yeah. Well, that's okay. So every week, uh, Mikhail Celebration Dance Corner. This week, Juju Smith got five Gatorades. Um, Juju. By the way, his name is Juju, so that's pretty cool. Also, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I said it correctly. Anyway. No, no, I know. I was, I was, I was acknowledging that you said it correctly well, sometimes and, i say and, things uh, correctly and, and you guys tell me i didn't say them correctly and then you say them incorrectly right. and you all agree with each other and i don't like that <laughs> are you talking <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'll leave that one alone i'll leave that one alone simon okay um mike's mike's not on this episode so should we skip this next segment i can do it for him okay so i mean is... did you guys see the video i i I guess two baseball players on the Mariners, Kyle uh, Kyle Seeger, and I guess somebody named Cooch. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy's name? Sure. Cooch. Kyle okay. Seeger and Cooch have a ritual oh, right. every game. I remember this. Where they, uh, I think they like, they like hold hands and look at deep into each other's eyes, and they start shouting the names of animals in Spanish at each other, and that's how they get like hyped up. <laughs> 
for the game. So they'll be like, uh, you know, El El Cero, El Gato, El what's a bear? Oh, 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 also, uh, rooster, El 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 Gallo, uh, goat, uh, La Cabra, right? Are you just showing off your Spanish right now? What's, <laughs> What's going on right now? What is the segment? What is, this, what, is, what is the purpose of this segment? Okay. So I can start to practice my Spanish. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, so Mikel's Spanish Minute has come to a close. I'm glad we all learned That's those it. words. I'll do so, one more. El Pavo. It's turkey. Okay. Cool. Uh, Very cool. How are you learning Spanish, Mikel? Um, um, from my wife and my son and my, and the daycare providers that watch my son during the day. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Good answer. Um, and uh, um, so they shout the names of animals at each other in Spanish. Yeah, and if you watch the video, I mean, it's pretty. It's endearing. It's pretty funny. It's a weird. It's certainly weird. Did um, you really know all all those all those animals in Spanish? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty Thanks. impressive. Yeah, I try to Thank do you. the. Uh, I'm trying to do the Duolingo thing right now to turn to get better at Spanish. Oh yeah, I did that for a little bit, and then it, it, like you do it, and then it's hard to yeah. maintain. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. You can't just do it for work. like a week. Yeah. And, Duolingo. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like it's the it's. I guess it's one of the better language apps. Uh, I, I need to re, I need to restart it because I actually was. I felt like after doing it pretty consistently for like a month, I actually was picking up some stuff. Um, like. But it's 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 just kind of a frustratingly, um, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's 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 a frustratingly feedback-free way to learn a language, which I'm so it's bad nice. at languages. Um, I, I'm good at kind of picking up the basics quickly, and then any kind of depth or poetry is is so just mm. like daunting to me that I I just give up. So it's so, funny in Duolingo, like one of the first things it teaches you is uh, how to like we are guys and i was like when would i ever say we are guys like if i was hanging out with like you guys maybe you say, say it all that. the time you literally say that like i feel like i've heard you say that like ten thousand. you'll just like, like, we'll like as soon as we get like, on the phone for the podcast yeah, yeah you're like, we are guys it's like yeah Mika, we, yes we know we're like okay we just want to say we are guys like i just want to make sure um definitely though right guys <laughs> well, no. I mean, that was my that was my issue with Duolingo's is all this stuff like my horse is green, and I'm like, well, this isn't helping yeah. me like like yeah, yeah. say what I want to say, which is actually I don't even know if I want to say anything in Spanish. I just want to be able to understand what other people are saying mean things about me in Spanish. Right. You just hear Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Simon Barrett. Simon Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Simon Barrett. Like well, that. You know, I've, I've I've worked now collaboratively <laughs> with, with two filmmakers who um, both Spanish is their, is their native tongue, uh, and, and so you know, I'm not saying that they like say bad things about me during notes meetings, but I wouldn't know if they were. So I need to right. get up on that like really quickly. I um, desperate like one of my biggest goals in life right now is to like learn Spanish. I think I'm going to take a class. Like I really, really. It's for my career also, it's important, but also oh, it'd, just be, it'd be awesome. And If man, you take a class, yeah. let me know. Maybe I'll take that class with you, and then we'll really have no time for this that would, podcast. But we can that change would it. help, dude. We no, can change really it help. to a Spanish. <laughs> we can... Hey, that's the biggest, fastest-growing population in the U.S. It would make a lot of sense for us in terms of numbers. How do you say make room for sports in Spanish? I don't know how to say I'd a to, single... I'd have to Google that one. I don't know how to say a single one of those words in Spanish. I'll, t I'll look it up. I'll I'll go to my Spanish research corner. Okay, well let, let save it. Yeah, and then um, I do want to talk about so the the shouting animal names each other in Spanish. I feel like we kind of lost that segment because it was I didn't understand it. But um, 
But I did want to talk about this NFL player whose wife said he got tricked into into. Did she say that he got tricked into protesting? Uh, Do you guys remember this? Uh, yeah, I just glanced at. Yeah, go ahead. Did we forget this so, story? Um, did we forget? I remember. I only, I only glanced at it. I, I, I like, sort of I read what you guys were saying about the story. I couldn't even bring myself to click on it. As usual, I can't remember like the names of anyone involved, but um, basically, his wife. So just, and, uh, I'm in my research corner. I'm in my research corner. I'm going to yeah. dive in. Yeah, yeah. Jesse James Decker claims husband Eric was tricked into staying in locker room for national anthem. Um, so is the <laughs> yeah. The, uh, this is Titans. The Titans, uh, which are from Tennessee. Tennessee, yes. Okay. Nashville, nice, they play. Nice. All right. So. Um, so she posted on. Uh, uh, okay, go on, Mikael, on my research. Oh, my husband was not made aware it was time to go out for the game. Unfortunately, a decision was made for him without him knowing, she told TMZ. So this is just a very bizarre bit of spin because. I, yeah, I think, really. I think, like, not only. Um, is it is it like kind of an interesting situation where like the spouse of someone is more kind of outspoken and says maybe like what they're thinking in a funny way like when um Steph Curry's wife said that the the NBA finals were rigged and and told the truth um right. and, we, and th that was the last time the truth was told um but um but yeah this is also it's just it's just like being tricked into protesting the national anthem isn't better <laughs> like it just makes you appear very very silly <laughs> like it's like oh he didn't mean right. he didn't mean to actually take an ethical stance on like white supremacy uh and and you know he meant to he was gonna go out there and uh be the only one on his team who didn't take that stance right. but they just told him the game was starting late um but he participated we were... in the protest and it's just like either way it's very funny and very silly yeah, we were texting about it. I had to ask. I couldn't quite figure out like why it was funny. And Mike said, "A because there's I guess there's the trope of like the wife spe speaking up for the sports athlete. Yeah. Anytime you, you refer to like the sports athlete's wife is just kind of weird. Like, yeah. though it's a good title and, and for then, a movie. <laughs> the sports <laughs> athlete's wife. Yeah. yeah like the like the 1930s or something. <laughs> well, like the French lieutenant's woman or something. Anyway, go on. Right. Right. Um, and then, yeah, that he was tricked into basically, like, doing something, quote-unquote, woke. Or I was like, it's like being tricked into, like, helping an old lady cross the street. Or, like, <laughs> being, it's like being tricked or, like, uh, feeding the homeless. Like, I got tricked into doing this. Yeah, um, they told me that they told me this like homeless guy was like you know like a donation bin. <laughs> like, like no no no, like you did something positive. You did something positive. Just be. I get it. I get Mikel's analogy. Mikel's killing it with the analogies tonight, and I was on board with that. Thank one. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so these that was just um, those were two things Mike had sent out during the week that uh, in his yeah. absence, I felt like they were very important. We could. Didn't, we couldn't wait for him to get back yeah. to pouring a couple you know, segments on the curb for Mike Lochran. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. All right, so <laughs> uh, did Mike die? Or? Well, I mean, is I mean, Mike dead? He hasn't texted us in a few minutes. So, um, okay. Lastly, I want to wrap up. Uh, we discovered something very uh, important this week, which is that sports are on Amazon. Um, yeah, what's that mean? 
I don't know. I, I think you can watch. <laughs> I think you can watch some football games on Amazon Prime if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Like, so you don't have like a to current like a a live football game. A current. Yeah, yeah. I think you can watch like like. All right, guys. We really we really weren't prepared for this episode. No, <laughs> I'm googling sports on Amazon Prime. Well, um, I thought you were the one who texted about. It. You were the one who brought this up. I thought I didn't. No, this is Mike. Oh, this is Mike. Mike, Mike really huh? screwed our podcast by having all these good segment ideas and then not coming on this episode. <laughs> anyway, the point is, uh, they've been in talks. They have some live. They have some live sports on Amazon. We don't know what yet. We can't dig okay. that deep. That's that's for. We don't know. Next week we're gonna do a couple segments, NASCAR, and we'll let you, the listeners, know uh, how to watch sports. How do we watch sports? I I pay for cable. Um, I just watch it on. I pay for AT&T users. Shout out to a I service d- that I dislike. You watch it on your phone. <laughs> yeah, my phone, my computer. I do not have cable. I have um, the ESPN Sports app on my Apple TV. You guys have the NBA app. I, I yeah. do, yeah. I, I, I uh, not, yeah, not I actually, actually at the moment. Okay. I watch a lot online. Um, yeah, yeah. I use Spencer's accounts. Um, That's right. Shout out to Spence. Dog. It still he works. Still works. Know, he has no idea. He has no idea. I almost told my mom, but then I figured I don't know. No, no, I don't no. trust. I don't trust just her. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just never know. I mean, yeah. yeah. I hear you. She gets to tell Spencer, and then our whole then we'd no, never I watch sports again. Keep that under wraps. God, really can you imagine that. how much worse our podcast will be yep. if we all just like lost the NBA app? <laughs> like, like we're barely hanging on as is i mean that's like I know, i'm just like treading water right now like just like praying that the nba season yeah. will start yeah well speaking of which wnba uh game three uh game four is oh. today um oh. game three game three no game four no really what's yeah. are you sh- i'm i'm in my research, <laughs> in my research corner it hasn't started yet it starts in uh what's, 20, 23 wait, minutes what's the, score? I thought, oh. what's the score of the series this- the series I thought was tied up one one. What's the series? Oh, well, you're right, is... Simon. Y- yeah, it, it's. Sparks are up two one. Yeah, two one. Yeah, that last game. Yeah, so so if they win this game, wow. So Britt, you could have you could have watched them win the title tonight if you had gone. I know, but I went to all no, these kids' no, birthday no. parties. No, it's like seven games, right? So so if they win this no, game, no, it's they're... only five. Oh, I think it's only five. Yeah, it's only five. Oh, so you could watch them win. So maybe, maybe yeah. this is. This I could is, still make it. Well, so this is um, maybe a little preemptive, but yeah, let's just congratulate the Sparks on their WNBA victory today. Let's do it and get ahead. You heard of it here first. Yeah. Yep. Um, by the time you hear we this could, episode, that'll probably be done. Yeah, we should post this before the end of this game. Sparks. Brady, you got twenty minutes till tip off. I think you should hit up your boy Jeff Kang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe Jeff Kang would come and like pick me up. At my house, <laughs> drag me there. He probably dives like a recently new Jetta. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, we've been putting this one off for a while. I want to finish with uh, another Macal segment. It's been a Macal heavy episode, but oh. the, the listeners like that. You know what I'm talking about, Macal? What did people drink before Gatorade? Yes, I've been... Recipe revealed. It's so it's probably. Oh, I didn't think we were going to get to this, and so oh yeah, here we go. So. Yeah, you're probably wondering, before Gatorade, what did athletes drink? What did people drink? Um, Water? How did people get hydrated? 
Yeah, but water back then was like um, brackish. Dirty. You're right. Yeah, people mostly yeah, drank like of... Applejack. Yeah. yeah, people drink beer. What's Applejack? <laughs> Applejack is uh, like hard alcohol cider. Uh, yeah, it's it's true. Um, little kids would drink beer instead of water because it, it was uh, didn't have any like bullets in it. Well, no, we talked or, about this. There's that book, The Botany of Desire, where they talk about like how Johnny Appleseed like never planted an edible apple like tree because uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was all just the little hard apples that were for cider because that was all anyone drank back then was cider and yeah. Applejack. Anyway, fun more more research facts for the listeners. So before Gatorade, you had something called Switchel, um, which okay. is I want everyone to you know, get your pens. You want to write this down um, because this is your new Gatorade. It's a half cup of apple cider vinegar, a fourth cup molasses, a half cup of sugar or honey. One and a half teaspoons of ground ginger, and then uh, two quarts of water. Um, mix it up, add the water, chill it, or serve it over ice, whichever you like. Um, you know, none of this brightly colored, neon colored Gatorade bullshit. This is Switchel. Have you done this? Switchel. Uh, I wish you hadn't asked me that question. No, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> okay, so it's so let me let me just play that back a little bit. It's it's a good portion of apple cider vinegar, molasses, honey, ginger, and water. Ginger, yeah. Okay. Um, no salt, surprisingly. There's salt in there. Makes sense. All right. So uh, so listeners, uh, you know, let us know how it goes um, with the presumably non-toxic recipe that we just put on the air. <laughs> Go um, out there, like, do, like, run eight miles or, like, play basketball for a couple hours until you're really sweaty, really tired, really thirsty. Make your switchel before before yeah, you go before do Before you do this. So when all your teammates whip out their frosty Gatorades and Powerades, you can pull out your old barrel of switchel, <laughs> uh, get a giant wooden ladle, and start just heaping it into your mouth. They'll all say, wow, what's that? You'll say, oh, this? It's just some Switchel. <laughs> that's good. All right, well, that's uh, a good slogan. Oh, this? It's just some Switchel. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, it's, I mean, I don't even know what Gatorade's slogan is. It's, it's, but we, know it's, we know it's not that good. It's like the thirst is in you or something. It's not, that's not a good slogan. Um, yeah. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. We did, we did it. We, we did an episode despite Mike really handicapping us this week. Um, if you're if you're listening, thank you very much. Please it's pretty continue. long. It's a long episode. Yeah. No, we we're, we're under an hour, but we're. I think that's what we've decided is that when we do half hour episodes, the fans get mad because they're too short. When we do hour long oh, episodes, yeah. the fans right. get mad because they're too long. So I'm trying to keep us in right. that fifty minute, fifty five minute sweet zone. Nice. Moral right. is our fans are just angry. <laughs> you know, and our podcast is just bad. <laughs> there's, that, there's that too. Yeah, right. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much for listening, and uh, tune in next week. We'll we'll be doing much of the same, except probably Mike will be here. Slam dunk. Home run. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.